Justin, Neil, Justin, brother, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I made the the intro song work for the first time. A little ever. bit. You were a little staticky at the beginning, but it's Was okay. We'll get. We'll iron it out a little bit. We're, you know, shirts and stuff is a is a we'll, brand new we'll a brand new thing. Justin, but, but but you're okay. How you know how you doing when that whatnot? But uh, we got a guest tonight, man. We do got a guest per usual tonight. On episode six, it's, it's. we have Drew, Drucifer, North God, true Viking, stuck somewhere in Ohio for some godforsaken reason. Former <laughs> <Right>. guitarist, <laughs> joking on my own words, former guitarist of Death Broker, uh, guitarist of Toy Box, a uh, bunch of solo stuff he's done. He's a wizard on the strings. Drew, buddy, uh, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Had a nice band practice tonight, ready to yeah. talk it out with you guys. Nice. What's even crazier is for the first time in a while, for those of you who don't know, we're in a band together. Uh, but for the first time in a while, everyone was there at 5.30. That never happened. <clears throat> Kyle was first. What? Right? Yeah. Never Drummer's happened. never first. Drummer's never first, no. Hey, hey, you know, that just means that 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 leaves one final person uh, who plays music in Toy Box that needs to be on. And then we got to have our toy chuckers on as well at some point. But uh, those will be in the future, of course. But we're talking about Drew today. Drew, how long have you been playing the guitar, man? When did you pick it up? Do you know how old you were? Came out of the womb with one. That's how uh, like, really, really, wah. I think <laughs> I was about... I think I was about 15 when I really started playing, but uh, I've had a guitar probably my whole life. Um, 15? That kind of surprises me. I feel like you'd have been uh, younger with it. You're so good. Like I feel like you've been more uh, uh, of like a prodigy, but maybe you just didn't try till then. No, I just didn't. I had no interest until then. Until I'm actually until I moved to Ohio and lost my friends for a second time when I moved from New York and uh moved to this, uh South Carolina and then I moved from South Carolina to here and I really just wasn't up to making a lot of friends when I came to Ohio so I I picked up the guitar and just kind of dove into it damn that's you know it's crazy we've been friends 20 plus years and I don't I, I never knew you even lived in the Carolinas at all uh, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> it's like a year and a half, something like that. <laughs> this is when you were like, I don't know what we'll talk about. There's plenty to talk about, brother. <laughs> I did. I, I, didn't even know I knew you lived in New York at a point. Uh, so, I mean, you've you've been all around the U.S. Apparently, yeah, all around the, the east the side, Midwest, the east part of it. Yeah. Anyway. So, fifteen. What, how old were you when you got in a band? What was your first band? My, my first band was called Mercury. Uh, Okay. It was Spencer Jones playing the rhythm guitar for us. He he looked like a little miniature Dave Mustaine. <laughs> um, and uh, see Nick Nick Armstrong. Um, he goes by Nick Bon Jovi now. Uh, he play, <laughs> He plays a lot of co country western type of stuff now. But he's a great bass player. 
Uh, that's that's pretty much, uh, and it was Matt Matt Keel on the on the drums. That's crazy, man. I don't even know any of those guys but you. See, when I met you, and and this, I'm going to reveal some stuff that might, if my dad was still around, I'd get in trouble for some of this shit I'm about to say. But I used to go, when I was, I think I was 15 years old. I yeah, met I would our, get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I met our friend, I met our friend, uh, mutual friend, Dan Lovins, at a job. I got a job. Shout at the, Dan. I got a job at the Hamiltonian. Shout out, Dan. Uh, I got a job at the Hamiltonian, and uh, Dan was like, man, you need to come party with these people. And I go over to party with these people. And one of those people is my cousin, Anthony. And I was like, oh, I know this guy. Okay, that's cool. And that kind of made me feel more welcome. And I go in and you guys are band practicing. And it's it's you on guitar, Spencer on drums, and Anthony singing. I don't know if you had another guitarist at that time. I, no, uh, I don't think no. you did. I think it was just you three. I think it was just you three. Yep. And I remember being so mystified, right? And you got, I was like, oh, when, when do you guys play? And at that time, you guys played like every day. And and you were like, I think we're going to play again tomorrow. And that very next day, I came over as well, but I brought Justin. And I was like, dude, <laughs> these fucking guys are rocking their asses off and they have beer. And they love <laughs> <laughs> beer. Lots of beer. <laughs> I was sold. I'm like, dude, I'm in. <laughs> I remember I came over the one time. And uh, Dan was like, look, he's not 21, but he's cool as fuck. Your words were, does he have beer money? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I got beer money, dog. I can get a 30-pack 30 30 right now. You were like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're cool, little guy. <laughs> yeah, you, you're cool in my book. Now, you're not that cool. much older than me. You were five years older than me then. You were full-fledged then, age. And I was like, please up. let me drink with you. And yeah. it worked out, man. I mean, we we ended up hitting it off. I come over to you guys' practices so many damn times. It got to the point where I was learning the words to shit, you know what I mean, just from practices. And I never mm -hmm. had any CDs to listen to or anything. And that was instantly, you know, I was a fan of Death Broker. Little did I know that one day I would technically, I would sing for Death Broker. And I would, at this point, we're kind of adapting some Death Broker into Toy Box. We don't want to let Death Broker just die. There's too many... I mean, there's what seventy Deathbreaker songs. Yeah, I still got the list somewhere. It's huge. Uh, it's. I mean, I, it's I got, too much I got to throw away. Big books, like yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of music. So how um, far back does of, the music go? Uh, how old? Like, what? what's the oldest shit you've got? You guys have got that you still have? Oh, uh, so with uh, with Deathbreaker, I I took a lot of the songs that I I previously had wrote with like Mercury and never did anything with so like some of these songs went went back to high school land of the free has high school references in it um <laughs> all the way like for real all the way through um, damn i never knew that <laughs> just angsty yeah. as shit no i was I, i'm pretty sure i wrote you that in the cafe <laughs> <laughs> i wrote that in uh in study hall in the cafeteria in fairfield high school that's crazy is that where you graduated from fairfield yeah Oh yeah. Fucking A. That's crazy, man. So that's I mean, you're that's a tw over 20-year-old songs there, man. That's crazy. And that's why we can't throw that shit away cuz a lot of it's great, man. And it's not that right. Death Broker's done, but at this particular moment, it is not active. And it's not that we don't want to, it's just we're already as busy as it is. I've got, you know, a a job and three kids and 
Kyle's Kyle, by the way, we got to give shout out to Kyle. Kyle just uh, no. was able to snow, bro. You're going to love this one. <laughs> Kyle got his own dispensary today. What? Yes, he is going to be the general manager of a brand new dispensary in Dayton, and it's Kyle's. How cool is do that? We, do, are you serious? I'm dead serious. Is there? Do we have a golf clap gift? Do we? Do we have? We a, need a golf here? clap gift. <laughs> but, I mean, for real. Hold on, we got to have at least one gift here to uh, to celebrate Kyle. Let's see. Let's take a look at the gifts. This one's it right here. Here you go. Ah, oh, yeah, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So that's fucking. That was you crazy. Know, <laughs> that's just something I think that is super cool. I just think it's super cool that you know Kyle's able to the gift. to take his love for pot and get a career. It's so I was like, Kyle, you realize how like rare that is, dog? Like you you do something you, you love strong, that's it. That's oh, crazy. Shit. What's even crazier is you changed Drew's name and he didn't even notice. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Why would I prepare something like that? It's it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I can't believe that fix it. Oh, that's ridiculous. But that so you've got uh, at least seventy songs for that. We've probably got what maybe twenty or thirty now for for Toy Box. Something like that, bro. We're we're at band practice today, Justin. And we came up with such a good idea for a name, and we're so mad that we changed our name without thinking about it first. <laughs> we're talking about adding the, the the broker into it, and we were like, "Oh man, toy box broker!" And they were like, "Nah, broken toy box. Shit, that's so good." Like, oh no, we could have went with that, and we well, just, hey, nobody else is allowed to have that. Do you an <laughs> album? Call it Broken Toy Box. You know, a little bit. Uh, of Broker mixed in a little bit. Of That's actually a fucking good idea. Toy box. That's a really good idea. I have my moments. They're few and far right. between, but hey, dude, you start, work, start working on the album cover, Justin. I got you, I Justin. Got you. Dude, you have been killing <laughs> the game on the video, uh, the thumbnails, and the video clips, and the everything that you've been doing. It's it's honestly, <laughs> it's honestly impressive, my dude. Like I can't, I can't even right, get over it. For those of you who are watching it, and, and just take a, a look at this. Look at look at our <laughs> melting the little so Satan. Cool. <laughs> I mean, it's just I it's I was, gonna, I was gonna go with like normally I just transpose our heads onto something stupid. And I was gonna go with the scene from uh Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when they open the Ark of the Covenant, and, like, they have the melting wax, like, Nazis that melt, and, like, ah! But <laughs> I didn't want it to be on, like, YouTube and get all, like, you know what I mean? People get all upset about it, and YouTube throw a, throw a fit about it, but... Bro, that... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> how, many... how... <laughs> how many of these do you got, dude? <laughs> Drew, have you ever <laughs> ate a worm? No, no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Can't even fight uh, back. It's not fair. <laughs> oh, it's fucking hilarious. I've eaten a worm. How have you not eaten a worm? Hold up. What? I, I mean, I've eaten a gummy worm. You've never eaten a worm? Why would Justin, I eat when the hell did you eat a worm? It's gross. You never ate a worm either? No. 
What? What's wrong with you? Why are you eating what worms? Kind of wait, wait, this is a revelation. Look, I don't know okay. what kind of worms <laughs> you got brought up in. But Listen, I, I know this is an interview for Drew. Worms. <laughs> I know this is an interview for Drew, but Justin, how and why the yeah. fuck did you eat a worm? Oh, I, there's I, a, I need to know this. Oh, God. What's the name of the book? There's now he thinks that's book. normal. This is. That's what I'm saying. I'm having a revelation. Like, what kind of fucking school did I go to, apparently, where they... But they gave you a worm at school? They like, well, no. I, it's hard to what the me. fuck are Hold you on. Really? Hold on. Who, what school did he How go did, to? It's a book. It's a, it's a book by Thomas Rockwell called How to Eat Fried Worms. And it's shit. It was published in 1973. But we had like read it. I remember like in elementary school and they were like talking about how you can like legitimately eat insects. Hence the previous story of you feeding me fucking ant candy <laughs> and they yeah they like had a, there's a whole recipe for you like fry worms and eat like they're like crispy like little on, onion chips that are actually worms i just i just want to say first i want to say what up to the dw podcast thanks for watching guys nope. but i was going to say you we're on episode six okay and we've already <laughs> talked twice about you eating bugs i think uh i think <laughs> I, I wasn't think, a clever child. I think Kayla's coming <laughs> here. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> this is two stories in six episodes of you eating bugs. I'm going to be surprised next week. You're like, I ate a bee. Uh, I'm just <laughs> concerned that he thought it was normal. And he was wondering why worm? What? he didn't eat worms. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm crying. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's oh. not like I popped down to the creek, was like, let me find some fucking juicy ones, and like plopped them out. Oh, I was like, mm, slimy <laughs> yet satisfying. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. So, so do you remember back to your music, man? Do you remember when your first live show was the first show you like sold tickets to? Do you remember what that was? No, I don't remember the first show I sold tickets to, but I do remember my first live show, and it was awful. <laughs> it was it was it was like well first of all it was a bogarts it was bogarts battle yeah it was a bogarts battle of the bands. Battle of the they, bands used, yeah. they used to do uh battle of bands for the the worst bands that that ever could come out <laughs> they had no they had no standards back then because like i said this was our first show and i think we've been together maybe three months but uh i was so nervous that i i I dropped my guitar. Uh, was I, this Broker? Was, no, this was uh, this was still Mercury. Mercury. Okay. Um, Damn, you but, dropped your guitar. Yeah, I had this. Well, it was a Eric Clapton Strat, like so. It was a glowing white Strat with all this <laughs> these freaking lights up there. It looked awful. But, uh, <laughs> Gaudy. The, the strap came loose, and I wasn't skilled enough to like catch the guitar at the time. So it oh, just no. fell. Oh, you had the yeah. stereotypical fucked up first set. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Damn, I'm uh, glad did we didn't win that. Man. Well, of course what? not. <laughs> <Did he laughs> no, 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 no. No, uh, the Sponge Monkeys won that. Sponge Monkeys. What a name. Anybody remembers that, man. Uh, that was definitely late 90s, early 2000s, right? That, yes. You can't not tell with that name. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you had that with with that band and not with us because our first time on stage as Toy Box, we were Toy Box Killer, was uh, at Tap Out, I believe, right? 
Yeah, that, that, was, that was our first well, win. We fucking was, killed that shit. Well, yeah, I've been playing <laughs> for like 20 years. <laughs> pretty sure I knew my way around the stage. Uh, and uh, and I'm pretty sure I, I had already played a set with uh, Death Broker that night. Or maybe, you know, we were first, weren't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We were first. Yeah. yeah. We we're opening up for you, the return of you. So speaking yeah. of which, we can't we can't go into this too far without mentioning uh, uh, one of our dear departed brothers, uh, my cousin Anthony. He passed away uh, uh, on us uh, was three years ago now. Um, but I gotta say, uh, I, I have to mention him because without him being the lead singer of Deathburger, I never would have tried to do music with you. I don't think I would. I was so enamored by the power he held in the mic that it instantly attracted me to want to do this myself. And uh, when I've, you know, I was super excited to, you know, show him what the fuck we had done, man. And it was super cool that he got to see a couple of our shows and uh, it, you know, the way that we lost him was pretty rough. You know, I'm not gonna go too, too into that on the, on the show, but the way that we lost him was pretty rough, man. Uh, but God, what a fucking beautiful soul that dude was, you know, I yeah, mean, we had uh, we had some wild, wild times. Some stories we cannot tell on this fucking podcast <laughs> for all three of us. No, all three. we're just not going to do for it. Somebody, but for something <laughs> to have somebody to call a friend, man, like he was, yeah, tried and true. He was down down for anything. He was a true right. Friend. Yeah, he uh, he will definitely be remembered amongst us as a dear friend. Uh, love him dearly, man. I, I miss miss him all the time. We just celebrated another birthday without him, but uh, we definitely uh, made sure we said a little something that day. Miss you, Anthony. But on that note, how did you meet Anthony? How did you guys get started, and how did that happen? Well, uh, Anthony and I actually went to school together. Um, we went I didn't to, know we that. Went to, yeah, we both went to Fairfield. Well, okay. Um, I think Anthony only went briefly, but that's where I met him the first time. Um I mean, we, we met, we weren't really friends. We never hung out. Uh, but I had been writing in, um, in my house on the east side of Hamilton. I think that was the east side. Uh, and he was delivering pizzas. I was writing a song called Revenge at the time for Death Broker. And uh, Anthony came delivering me pizzas. And heard me heard me playing. Asked me what was uh, what I was playing, and I told him I was writing this song. Showed him lyrics, and he, said, he asked if he could come in. I was like, "Well, fuck yeah, you come in." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for real, he uh, he started writing "Revenge" with me right uh, right there after he wow. delivered me pizzas. He just kind of stayed there for another 10, 20 minutes, and then he he left, clocked out, uh, came back with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> came back with Dan. Dan, Dan had out. just got a uh, Dan Lovins had just got uh, like I think he got jumped or something because he came with a he came to my house with a with a broken leg. That was the first time <laughs> I met, met Dan. I was uh, and the only thing I cared about at that point, Dan, is that you don't trip over my motherfucking cables and trip <laughs> my guitar around because and, and he knows this too. Like I uh, <laughs> be careful with your leg. I don't know you. Don't fucking fuck anything up. <laughs> oh man, little did you know that that would become one of your fucking brothers, man. Right, guy. Right. 
There's very few guys that are have zero relation oh, to me that I have kept. I think we, we all we all really clicked there that night, and uh, been friends ever since. Oops, sorry guys, turn my sound sound off. There, I've been getting all these texts. This is rude. Right, I was wondering. How rude. Was it wasn't wasn't me. I put my shit on silent. I knew I had something to do. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not that fucking, I'm not that fucking professional, sir. Uh, listen, I hope this show goes forever. I hope we're able to sustain this forever. This is just to have some fun, man. This is what we, me and Justin, would always wanted to do this, and I think this is also this is a time capsule in a way. You know, ten years from now, one of uh, one of the three of us is going to look back at this and be like, "Man, look how dumb we were." I can't. I can't believe Bo was still alive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm wrong about that, by the way. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I'm the old guy here. Yeah, well, we're all getting there, bud. Starting to creak and crack and, you know. But it's it's coming with Distinguished with you, man. You with that salt and pepper making you look fine. Like a fine one. Like a fine one. Yeah. Speaking of which, man, uh, fine wine. Uh we haven't been drunk in a while, man. What are you sipping on tonight? We need to get drinking together. What are you drinking tonight? This is uh, Jefferson Reserve. Okay. Jefferson Reserve. Plug us. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, put his, he'll put his sticker or your sticker on his guitar. And we'll, I, we'll I will. Proudly play that on stage. Jefferson Reserve. Jefferson Reserve. <laughs> 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 you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So. Hey, man, you never know. You yeah. never know. I'm going to make it do a little clip at some point, and I'm going <laughs> to attack them. Maybe they love us. All right. so my, my baby sister, she says hi. What and up? also, How you doing? also, the DW podcast had to say excellent choice of bourbon. Let me tell you something. Uh, Mike is a huge bourbon guy. He's got like 700 gazillion me bottles. Too. Me too. So, so you guys would instantly click for sure. So is that something that's like, because I know you drink your your drink of choice usually was a Coors Light. Is that something that you've kind of like changed over the course yeah, of the last uh, couple yeah. of years? Well, I'm, I'm I don't like the beer gut, so and and whiskey's quicker. So, facts. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue truths. Well, I mean, I still like I still like beer every now and then, but I really don't. I don't like to get a buzz off of it. It gives me a headache. Uh, you know, it really does, man. Once you get to a certain point in your life, it, it especially once you know you can tell what's been in your system. There's like a certain time where you stop becoming vulnerable to everything, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I used to bash four locos. Now, if I smell the four loco, oh, I'm going for it. <laughs> so, right. I, uh, it wasn't. That's not much different than when you've drank them before, Bo. Let's 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 go ahead. And smashes, I can't wait to drink just four so loco. This is like 2000. I want to say six. Okay. I'm no, I'm 21. I'm 21 because I can buy four logos. So Mm -hmm. this was at least 2009, 2010. Drew calls me. He's like, Hey, man, we're playing Bogarts, dude. You need to come to this show. I'm like, Dude, I'm your fucking roadie that night. I'll carry all your (laughs) shit. I'll take care of you, dog. He's like, like, I need a roadie, really. He's like, That's a good idea, dog. I'll get you a ticket. You can come on in. I'm like, Fuck yes. So I'm like, all right, well, come pick me up at this time. I'm going to start drinking. And he's like, okay, cool, whatever. Well, I didn't realize how powerful Four Locos could be. Oh. He and didn't realize how much of a lightweight he was. I chugged <laughs> two. I chugged two. 
I couldn't drink two right now to finish. Like I couldn't finish two to now, but I chugged two, and then we took a ride in Drew's. Uh, no, 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 that mixing two you stories. Have a picture of that somewhere. Mixing two, I'm mixing two stories there, but no, uh, I will. I, while I'm telling the first you, story, you I'll were in you were in the van at the Bogart show. Yeah, we, so we the Bogart show, I <laughs> I made it to Bogarts, and they we got everything loaded in at first. I was okay with that to begin with, right? But then, right before they go on, the drink hits me, and I am like, we go beyond sloshed, my dude, beyond sloshed, and uh, I basically passed out in front of Bogarts, just laying on the ground, and I slept through all but one song of their set. <laughs> and uh, I still to this day am so fucking butthurt that I did that because I missed their their first ever uh, uh, Bogarts show as Death Broker. And I was so excited. And Drew's like, you missed everything. I was like, I saw the last minute of the song. He's like, we took your VIP pass. <laughs> I was like, no! He's like, we gave it to someone else. You didn't deserve it. I was like, oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm Shame on you. Shame on your family. Shame. Uh, so then, not too not too long after that, man, I decided that uh, uh, that I was going to go to another Deathbroker show, and I I had learned, you know what I mean? I knew that my ass was, you know, I could handle my your liquor, ass. I could handle my drinks, you know what I mean? Uh, but I was wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, uh, Justin, you should look and try to find the picture of his head that we all drew. All I'm literally, I'm literally <laughs> it's on Facebook somewhere. It's, it's it is on Facebook. I am working on this right now, guys. <laughs> I, uh, we have what the hell the name was that bar? Uh, Staggies. Uh. Staggies, Staggies, uh, yeah. Staggies too. Is what so I got really drunk. Drew had this brand new car. Okay, <laughs> uh, it wasn't brand new. It was freshly cleaned was, and waxed. Clean. Yes, it was. So <laughs> he, I, as we're driving down the highway on the way to Staggies, I puke my brains out all over the side <laughs> of the car. So we get to the venue, and he doesn't even give me a chance to like try to like chill it off. He puts me in Rhino's van. I think it's right. <laughs> he's like, yeah. no, you go sit in here. He's like, you, you hang out what here. You did. And, you fucking, you fucking shit up. and all I remember is them making fun of me. And then someone started to sign my head. And then we said, yes. look here. That's Justin's hand <laughs> signing my head right there. And there's Death Broker. Yeah. Yeah. It said yeah. Death Broker my head. Rhino signed Gosh. my head there. And then I think, well, the best picture is the the follow up. Did you just? Who drew on my head? Which one of you drew on my head? You know? Oh god! Look at look at you. I like was a, young, dude. Like a monkey ready to be shot off into space. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking drunk as shit. <laughs> yeah, I, Justin. Dingle Hopper North so, Drew, where did you <laughs> decide? That, where did you pick up the nickname Dingle Hopper from? Actually, that's an interesting segue. <laughs> I fucking swear to God. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I love this canvas shit so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom's asking when that picture was. Mom, I was legal. It don't matter when that picture was. That's okay. all you need to know. Yeah, mother. <laughs> I was allowed to be drunk. Okay, I just didn't wow. know how to. You shouldn't have been drunk. And that's just one of like several or two of several stories because there's more times than that, my dudes. More times than that, oh, yeah. plenty. <clears throat> now. I am more distinguished. I drink whiskey sours and a beer, and that's about it. And I don't go fucking ham. I can't. I can't physically handle it anymore. <laughs> I believe. <clears throat> Excuse me. I believe I put my liver through all the damage that it needs. Uh, and I, I think I'm just going to stick with the uh, herbal remedies. Oh, you will. I... <laughs> Au natural. Uh, listen, first off, my sister's calling me out in the comments here. I drank tequila at your house because I was in Arizona for the first time ever with it's you. Proper etiquette. It's proper. Yeah. Asshole. By the way, she is my baby sister, much younger than me, 15 years younger than me. And yes, she is an asshole, just so everyone knows. Um, but I love her. She's pretty cool. But back to back to music wise, once you got once you got uh, Anthony in the band, was Spencer already in the band or did he come after? No, Spencer was already in the band. Spencer was my best friend all through high school. Okay. <laughs> so you've known Spencer for even longer. Yeah. Spencer was my uh, rhythm guitar player in Mercury. So yeah, he had, he had switched to the drums um, after we had both. We were both in a band called Severance before we decided to leave that band and start something heavy. Heck yeah. Severance was a, uh, the only thing I can describe it was uh, like a, a creed that I kept trying to make a heavy guitar out of. Yeah. 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 With all homes wide open. <laughs> the Dad World Order is, is, a, is a fan of, of Creed. Fan well, of I'm not. Oh, what? What? <laughs> I didn't, it's not like I asked you to be a fan of Nickelback. <laughs> no, well, I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. Drink my All right. Speaking of which, what what are you listening <laughs> to these days, man? What's what's uh, what kind of rock you listen to? What what bands are you into lately? Um, anything I'm new? In... Kind of oh. Katy Perry shit. It's like not really. It's the same fucking thirteen albums. Right. <laughs> no, I mean I listen to a lot of Slaughter to Prevail. Okay. Um, I I really. Check too much into them, but I definitely should. No, they're, I mean, they're Russian, so Duh. I don't understand half their songs. They do have English versions of their songs, but a lot of their songs are, are in Russian. Heck yeah. I like uh, new music wise, uh, our buddy Dan Turner's <clears throat> number one, uh, King 810. Yeah, and, I like that too. I like them a lot. I think they're they're pretty neat. I see you also, though, uh, which is like a weird evolution. Of you. It's, like, it's like a fucking side drew. You've gotten like strangely heavier into rap as you've gotten older. And it, not that you ever uh, were never not a rap fan by any means, but like the older you get, the more you're like, yeah, fucking old school rap. Like, and it kind of blows my mind, man, because like you're normally a heavy metal guy. Anytime I've hung out with you, it's always been metal. But recently, over the past metal, years, hardcore gangster rap. Same exactly. Over the last few years, you've been like, <laughs> same, same goddamn concept. Okay. I right, like killing you know people. 
Right? Like, <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but damn, dude. I like the violence of both music. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that, that tells a story about you. Oh, man. You see his new tattoo, Justin? Check him out, man. Let me see. Yeah. We got... I've I seen some posts on Facebook. Bro, I, oh, I checked it out. Sick. You know I'm a stickler I'm for my friend's tattoos, dog, but it, it's fucking crispy. Bro. So... Yeah, I got that in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah, a, that's right. It was in Florida. What yeah. about that shit? How was that, man? How's a hurricane? Is it any different than we see when, it, like, post-hurricane rain here? Is it just, like, stronger or what? I mean... I can't judge much because this wasn't much of a hurricane as, you know, my family would be telling me, uh, they, they live through the, the big ones down there. Um, but I mean, it, it was, the winds were pretty wild. Uh, I, the only thing that was open was a tattoo shop during the, <laughs> during the hurricane. <laughs> Don't know why, but Weird. so I was one of the crazy bastards. Like, give me the keys. I'm going to get tattooed. Not sticking around here. <laughs> I mean, if there's a time to die in a storm, right? Damn good. <laughs> like you're in the shop, the windows are like rattling and shit. You've got like a Viking it's axe exactly- in one fucking hand. You're like, <laughs> Slogging uh, mead and shit, getting zooted up on a tattoo machine. It was definitely a cool experience. So. That's awesome. I, mean, I didn't so, next, though, Justin. I wish I did. That would have been much cooler. <laughs> it probably would have freaked the little girl out that was tattooing me. <laughs> Speaking of cool experiences, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through a list real quick, and then when I'm done, I want you to add any if I'm missing any. You have played with the likes. Of Otep, Deicide, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Islander, the Insane Clown Posse. That's Twist a big Over. one. Twist, Twist, Quiet Riot, uh, <laughs> Mushroom Head, Head P.E. Um, fuck shit. There's so many more. <laughs> Struggle, Jennings. Uh, who else am I missing? You have played with freaking all. man. Afro man, Afro there's man. a lot, a few, few times. Yeah, <laughs> Afro man's cool as shit. <laughs> Green Jello, which is like a childhood band of ours, which like, we're like friends with now. Somehow, you missed Exit, Exodus, and Goat Whore was a great one. Yes, Exodus, uh, Goat Whore. There's fucking all kinds of shit. Like, all, only there's only one that that kind of sucks, but we'll talk about that later. But is there any other famous bands that I'm missing in there, man? All right, so <clears throat> probably my favorite story as a musician, honestly, and we didn't we didn't even play with them, uh, but we <clears throat> we were pretty good at, at booking shows uh, in Death Broker just to to get exposure, and um, <clears throat> Sudsy Malone's used to be open right across the street from Bogarts, and uh, Lamb of oh, God was coming uh, coming to Lamb of God was coming to town. Uh, they were playing at Bogarts right across the street. We booked right uh, booked the show at uh, Sudsy's. It was our show. Um, we put it together. Got a bunch of badass bands to, uh, to come and play, and uh, we we basically we we just gave out free tickets to anybody that that bought Lamb of God tickets to, to Bogarts. <laughs> come watch us too. <clears throat> so Death Broker went on. As 
Lamb of God was letting people out of the show. <laughs> so this <laughs> Sudsy Malone's piled up so fast. They weren't letting anybody else in. Um, <clears throat> we're, uh, we're playing and I'm looking behind me. Sizing Malone's has this big open window right, or right where the stage is. So people outside can actually see the band playing from the window, which I always thought was pretty cool. So we all turned around. We see there's a mosh pit in the street. <laughs> nobody, nobody could get inside. There's a mosh pit in the street. <laughs> and they're just they're going crazy. I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna play for these guys for a minute. <laughs> what when I turn around, um Lamb of God's already in the, had come into Suzy Malone's to check everything out. Uh, apparently it was their favorite uh, it's their favorite bar in Cincinnati was. It's not Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, it was my favorite bar too. Same. Um, <laughs> But they came, um, and Willie decided that the outside pit wasn't good enough, and he started the inside pit. <laughs> so Willie from Lamb of God started my pit on the inside, and I, as soon as that started, I'm jumping on the speaker, trying to get as high up as I can. It was it was a pretty awesome experience. Somewhere Lamb of God has videos of that. Because uh, I know they were all they were taking videos that night. Um, and for those yeah, of you who aren't aware, real quick, just to get the, a feel of the situation, Sudsy Malone's was not only a bar; it was a laundromat, really? and there were literally people in there doing <laughs> yeah. their laundry. Out of just, it was like a fucking Wednesday or something. Wasn't it? It wasn't like a weekend. And you I don't hurt. remember. All, all I know I is we booked the, the show for the Lamb of God show. I know I was dating a girl named Tori at the time, and she was trying to talk me out of not going because we lived in Germantown. And I was like, I'm going to this fucking show. I will take oh, your was, car. Like, it was <laughs> magical. It was a magical evening. Inciting <laughs> riots in the streets while you're like, you're right. not doing it. You're inside. And just It spreads to the outside, causing right. chaos it was, and madness. It was great. Awesome. <laughs> Man, uh, of all those people we listed, there's one that we forgot that is fucking, I can't believe we forgot. But man, you talk about completing a dream. Toy Box got to open up for Phil Anselmo, and not yes, only we, we we they always tell you don't meet your oh. heroes. Your heroes are assholes. Blah 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 blah. And you talk about Phil. Phil has got a little bit of a repertoire to him being rude to people. You know, we so we were a little nervous if it was going to be cool. Man, let me tell you this: that man was a fucking saint. He treated yeah, us one of the nicest guys I ever met. So great. It was insane. He loved the fact that we had a dime bag guitar. He signed your guitar, which is now, I believe, on display at Dan's house, ain't it? Or is he still at your house? Yeah, it's, it's, it's on display in the glass case at Dan's house. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's a nice piece. Yeah, it's crazy. He was so nice to us. He hung out for a while, took pictures. And then what really tops it off for me is, and I'll never forget it, man, me and you, right dead front fucking center to five minutes alone. And oh him and the illegals played it, and there was no like any other time I've seen anything like that. It's you know forty five thousand people. This was maybe two thousand people, but we were dead front mm -hmm. center, and it was like I don't know, man. There's a music high that I've never. Uh, there's been some close, but I don't know if I've ever replicated that one. That one was really cool. Growing up as a Pantera fan was 
you know, fun enough. But then to get to see, you know, granted it wasn't Pantera, but it was Phil uh, it, performing a Pantera song as close as I did. It was it was a pleasure. It was fun. I highly recommend if your, your band gets a chance, play play for anything Phil does, whether it's you know the remake oh, of Pantera right now. Position. Yeah, and he's a cool dude, man. Especially since he's you know he's grown up a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. But there's also been a few musicians that are kind of assholes, and you know I uh, I can vouch for this one because I have seen it in person. Otep is just as much of a fucking bitch as you oh, think. She is. Oh, yeah, I said I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, never play with that woman again, bro. I don't care what kind of ties I'm cutting here either. If there's like a guest, I'm. Oh, you said fuck Otep. I'm never coming on your show. Well, guess what, buddy? I don't fucking punch you on my show. How's that? Fuck, fuck Otep. Yeah. Wow. She's a bitch, dude. <laughs> She's a bitch. Didn't so we played you guys played with her and then we gave her another we played, chance. We played twice. We played well, death, twice. Death did Deathbreaker play with her twice? Or you talking about <laughs> no, twice? We, no, we played with her twice. What she burned us on the second time we played. We played with her uh um was that it was actions at the time in Cincinnati, and then they wanted us to play the show it in Detroit. The it was like pfft, a week away uh so we did yeah. and we we took the show there was two separate stages and obviously we're we're opening up for them and we we were bringing people in to the side stage and i guess she didn't like that we were getting attention she had the sound guy shut us off it's insane um, just shut us off we were Sounded amazing too. I mean, <laughs> and everybody was getting into it. They were booing. Well, do you uh, remember what happened? Just shut us off. Just shut the sound off. Shut the lights off. <laughs> like, well, that's was, not the only time that they, Toy Box off stage. stage. Well, it wasn't Toy Box. Well, that, this, was, this was Death Broker, but oh, yeah, Death no, Broker. Toy Box okay. is. A, yeah. It's been a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Otep, uh, do you remember what happened when we played with her with Toy Box? Do you remember that show? So we played with her at the Mad Frog. When I know when I booked it, Trey was like, "What?" He's like, "You don't, I don't want to play that show." And I was like, "Look, dude, it's right, a chance. she's a fucking bitch." <laughs> and I had I had told the promoter that we had history with her, and we didn't really fucking like her. And he's like, "Oh no, she's calm, dude. Down, man. She's no, she's, she's chill, right?" She's a man. So we go there, and we set. We got there super early, and we set up our merch, and she demanded that we would give a portion of our merch money to her, and then. Mm -hmm. No. That we had to take it down when they went on stage. It had to be down before they go on stage, and their merch had to be the only merch for sale. So you know what we did? We played, we opened our shit, and we left. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Fuck that bitch yep. and her stupid fucking face. <laughs> I wish you never would have taken that show. I should have listened to Drew, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and speaking of... Just listen to the guy that's played with her twice, you know. The <laughs> Toy box now got three times. Off the stage uh, was a misunderstanding that went crazy. But if we're going to talk about it, we might as well bring it up. Fuck it. So we're playing with Afro Man January 31st of 2019. Uh, and uh, this is, no, it's 2020 because it was right before COVID. January yeah. 19th of 2020. And uh, we throw toys. For those of you who don't know, we throw toys out to the crowd. That's our gimmick. That's been our gimmick. We We've been doing that. 
we do we we don't throw fruit snacks, we and we're gonna bring start. that story up. We're gonna bring that story up after this. But um, listen, we should start throwing fruit snacks. That's all I'm saying. We might. But, I don't know, but we haven't but, so far. So I don't know if you ate something at our show, it wasn't ours. So <laughs> we. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. We're gonna talk about that now. Drew had somebody. <laughs> fuck is he eating random? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone come up and <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, y'all the ones that throw the toys and the candy. Like what? All right, on. so look, look, look. I just my son just got married on uh, on Saturday, right? So Shout out, Aaron. Now, Congratulations, buddy. Sound guy. Um, he he does sound at, at the Thompson house and was there at the last show. He wasn't our sound guy that show, but he was there at the last show. And he's like, he recognized me right away. He's like, you're that from that toy box band. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's like, you guys threw the toys and, and the fruit snacks and stuff. And before I could even answer, like, we don't, throw, we don't, so fucking fruit snacks, buddy. He's like, man, I'd be eating those fruit snacks, man. Was, that, that'd be good shit. Like, probably. I don't even know what to say now. Like, like bruh, I, I, it's a basic never lesson. Anything you edible ever. Never take don't eat candy stuff off the fucking floor. It, don't at take show, candy from bro. strangers. <laughs> you don't know us. <laughs> But don't eat <laughs> off the ground. We, he just picked up some random fruit snacks oh fell out of somebody's pocket. He's oh, like, playing rocks. Man, oh. he's gonna be now we're gonna be playing there again. And he's gonna be like, man, where the fruit snacks at? Where the candy? I'm gonna bring something good for him. I'm gonna get a box of box of fucking fruit snacks from Kroger's and take them. <laughs> Big old bag of the Speaking of which, gummy bears. If anyone wants to see us perform September 23rd, we are opening up for Shameless one plug. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman will be performing at uh, the Thompson House Saturday, uh, September 23rd, and we will be destroying the stage before he gets on. So good luck following us, bud. Uh, but it's going to be an excellent night. We have tickets for sale everywhere else. They're $30, but if you come see us, we'll give you a deal. MCS. We we'll bring the tickets to you. Yeah, we're gonna be. Are we? Are we gonna say? Are we gonna say we're doing two? We're doing two, aren't we? We're gonna at least do two. I mean, we we could do three, but we're gonna at least commit to two. <laughs> speaking of speaking of band members, there's Kyle, former guest, gonna get a suit cutting up people with sharp ass fruit snack wrappers. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's a liability. We make sure all uh, the toys are free, we got some sharp fruit objects, and hard objects. Other paper. Yeah. So back to the time we got kicked out. So somebody did not tell the owner of the building uh, that we throw toys. We all, like Justin just said, we make sure there's nothing heavy, nothing crazy that's going to hurt us. Because guess what? We want you to throw the toys back at us. Be so, safe. yeah. So we want to have fun. So we don't want it to be ridiculous. But somebody didn't tell him. And one of the security guards instantly rushed the stage to try to stop us, thinking we were just being fucking chaos nonsense. And he put his hands on one of my toy chuckers which proceeded to have one of my other toy chuckers put hands on him, which proceeded to having them dragging us off stage. But they cut our mic first. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Uh, you may have cut my mic, but uh, quite often, right at my hand, 
I have a fucking megaphone, okay? And <laughs> they didn't count on that shit. <laughs> they did not count on me having a fucking megaphone, my dude. So I pulled my megaphone out, like these motherfuckers shut up, and the whole band or whole crowd. Don't was, that was Riverfront Live, wasn't it? Yeah, Riverfront yeah. I mean, Live. we were killing it before that too. Since then, I have spoken to the owner. And we have uh, mended fences. I don't even know if I told Tell you that. Tell me eat shit. No, we, we mended fences. He didn't know. And he apologized. Hair. He apologized man, like oh. a man. And I apologize like a man. So we do have the ability to play shows there in the future if the one comes up, uh, which is a good thing because they book some really good things there. And no, it was literally just a misunderstanding. Yeah. I would love to do a, 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 release, a release show would be great there. I've done I've done two of them there already for different bands. Uh, yeah, but Tim and I have spoken. Always, always a good turnout. The fences are mended, so hopefully uh, in the future you'll see us at Riverfront Live. But if you can't make it to Thompson House, and we don't book another show at Riverfront Live, December 2nd, let me tell you about this one. I am so excited for this one because I've been a, a friend of Kenny Oz since, I don't think, 2012, 2013. He's been a real good friend of mine, and his birthday sells out every single year, and we are the final band on the bill. Fake news. Uh, uh, that dude from Warrant is going to be there. Uh, there's a bunch Thank of fucking thanks. really cool uh, bands going to be there. Local. There's not. Justin. <laughs> you are likely going to be on stage. Jesus. You're rough to deal with. I swear. But yeah, it's going to be a real fun time, man. We got Ooh. some. Uh, I, I like that we're writing new music, man. I got to have a purpose behind this shit. Like I told you, uh, one of the last times we talked to Sirius about the band, I need. We need more than just playing the same songs. We need to create. We need to, you know, uh, evolve. Well, that's why we have, that's that's why why we had the toy truckers, too. It was always something more than just the music, something to have fun with. Yeah. Something so to get what was the, the transition like with. going from, like, something heavier like Death Broker and your other stuff and doing, like, toy boxes, kind of more like a Rage Against the Machine feel? It's got, like, more... Uh, I don't know if you've through. heard us, though, man. My guitars are still just as fucking heavy. We just, yeah. we just, we just chop yeah. up the drums a little bit. <laughs> and wait till I, uh, you hear these two new songs, dude. They're nothing <laughs> like our, our, our old shit. I don't know right. what's happened with us, but we're like a, we're, I don't know. A resurgence. We're like a heavier radio friendly version of us with like a dose of Bro Breaking Benjamin or something. I don't fucking know. It's weird <sighs> with not as good of a singer. He said, ah. <laughs> You just compare us to gay. Oh, you <laughs> hush your mouth. You hush your mouth. Breaking Benjamin is fantastic. And what's wrong with being gay, huh? 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 Nothing. Nothing. That's right. That's right. Right. There's something, there's we something wrong everyone. with Breaking Benjamin, though. <laughs> <laughs> you hush. I love them. Sean Voice is a cool dude and hopefully a future guest of shirts and stuff. I don't even know who that is. He's a local musician that now plays for Breaking Benjamin. Are we all local musicians before we make it? To put Breaking Benjamin, is that where we go to die? Is to play Breaking Benjamin? I think I think so. How am I ever going to get this guy booked on the show if you guys are just assholes? We're going to have to clip this and show him this if he's ever on the show. Like, look, Justin doesn't deserve to interview. He's he's not watching the show right now. It's AI. It's AI generated. You can't trust shit you see anymore. It's too shit. Speaking of which, man, that's that's uh that's something we dabbled with. Uh, we 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 let the uh, the Chat GPT try to write a toy box song, and man, it put out something pretty cool. I kind of want to use it. 
I kinda I, I kinda wanna use it and call it the AI song. Like fucking it, it wrote a song like we, we, we had uh, we had it write like a uh, a toy box song in the style of us going on an epic world changing adventure. And it, it it wrote one. It was pretty fucking yeah, solid. It did. Yeah. I may have you may have a better day. hook, but yeah. Use it as a jump off point. One day, I don't know, man. I feel like we just need to take it word for word. Steal that shit. Thank you, AI. <laughs> the, the word for word wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it worked enough. <laughs> Oh man, it's been uh, it's been a fun episode so far. I mean, we've already almost got an hour. To be fair, though, you know, I uh, <laughs> damn it, Justin, you made me lose my train of thought. Back to <laughs> I like that one. That one's <laughs> staying. That one's <laughs> staying. Oh come on, you got any more? No, no, that's all I got. No, I think you got. No, I think you got one more. It says four. You only did three. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That one, I it's hard to rhyme your name, Drew. It's hard to rhyme your name. It was Who in the yard does not no, rhyme no. with Northgard. It's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> you take that uh, up with Doctor Seuss. <laughs> oh shit, man, that's fucking great. Drusifer, though, what a what a natural nickname for you. I swear that just fucking came like when I first met you, Drusifer for sure. Yeah. Fucking a man. So your solo shit, man. Are you just fucking around on TikTok? Or are you still working on trying to put the six put together a solo album, or, or, or are you just kind of doing whatever happens? Uh, I was having some problems with my recording software. Uh, I still am working on my solo album. It's actually almost done. I just haven't been able to get it off the program yet. So, so is that just going to be like a Satriani kind of album, or is it going to have lyrics and vocals and? It's it's classic rock and blues, acoustic and a little acoustic, little electric, uh, mostly okay. acoustic. Some of the, I mean, I think you've heard a few of the songs that I've uh, I've got on yeah. there. Um, yeah, I just didn't but, know if you were going full one style or not. No, I've been, no. I'm it's, excited to hear it, man, because you know I've been a fan of your shit for a while. You know what I mean? I know you're you. We're beyond that point now, but you know, I started out as a fan of yours and then became a fucking brother. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, uh, it's been interesting to watch you evolve as a musician, and I'm excited to see what you fucking release as your solo album. I feel like it's going to be pretty cool. Thanking you fucking forever, but you, know, really wants, I hope. Yeah, you can't rush perfection, right? You don't want to release. No, I always hate that we released our Toy Box album early. We rushed it, and I feel like it wasn't mixed and mastered correctly. And I, no, it wasn't mastered at all. It was just mixed, and <laughs> some of the songs pissed me off. Not man. well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of the songs pissed me off because they were. I mean, you'd listen to one song, it would have no bass, and the next one would have like super bass and Got that like bass. crackly vocals. Bass. Yeah, there was nothing, nothing that sounded Just perfect on that CD. Sit, sit down. You know, it's funny. We took Antihero off, and I listen to it now, and I'm like, that doesn't even sound that bad. Why did we take we, Antihero off? Because Matt didn't know how to play it at the time. It was brand <laughs> new, and Matt didn't know how to play it yet. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. I didn't really listen to Matt's bass, for sure. You know, Do, Does anyone really listen to Matt's well, bass? He, he, didn't, he, didn't even, 
I don't even think he's on. Uh, the, what was recorded wasn't even him. We could just throw in Will. <laughs> Honestly, it's the, he didn't record anything. anything they did. Yeah. Oh, for that song. Okay. Yeah. No, not for that song. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just. Uh, I think this next time we're going to have an album. Well, I wanted to have it this year, but this year's been a fucking clusterfuck. Uh, I want to work on it this winter. I want to get our album recorded this winter, and I want to really, you know, uh, uh, Kenny Ozfest is obviously going to be our last show of the year. I want to take maybe off till mid-February, late February, before we book another show, and take all that time to record, man. I really want to put some time into it. So I'm hoping, like hell, I'm going to be able to make it work. I believe that we, as a band that's literally been around for 10 years almost, well, we're nine years. We're nine years in because we started in 2014. So yeah. I, I really, I, we deserve to have one solid studio album, even if that's the only thing we ever accomplish. You know what I mean? Uh, we put too much energy in this for it to not pay out at least that. You know what I mean? So, right. and that's, that's, that's going to happen. But, you know, whether, you know, it takes us three, four, fucking five years or we're able to get it done next year, it's going to fucking happen. So, no, we'll get it done next year. Well, yeah, yeah, all we gotta do wait any longer is just do it. Do it. it. You do gotta, it. you gotta just do it. Yep. But on that note, man, Drew, you got anything you want to plug at all, brother? Your social medias? <clears throat> no, man, you can check out my TikTok. I'm Buff Guitar Guy on TikTok. Um, Make sure you follow yeah. him. He's got some cool shit on there. I got He's uh, pretty buff, too. Oh, before we go, I can't even believe God damn, dude, this is how unprofessional my show is. This shirts and stuff, Pop. We still haven't asked you our number one question. What's your favorite shirt of all time, man? What's your favorite shirt? All right, so. I mean, you pre game uh, for this. I'm excited. I, I, I had all a, about it. I had an ex girlfriend that uh, made this for me because uh, this is not a normal t shirt, but it's a cannibal corpse shirt. And it's Cannibal Corpse, all like Hello Kitty style. I love it. Uh, it was awesome. a meme on Facebook. I'm like, no, I, this has to be a shirt. This is my Cannibal Corpse shirt. <laughs> and I'm wearing it. The next time I see Cannibal Corpse, it's going to be fantastic. And I They'll love, love it. And just like, I think they will. They'll love it. <laughs> I want that shirt mass produced. <laughs> Here, take this. You can have the design. Just I want right. to know that it, you did it. Right. You know, now, that, now that we talk about this and, and, and you know, we got this show this December 2nd, I feel like I need to hit Kenny Oz up. Maybe we do another toy drive for Kenny's birthday. Get some toys together, get people to bring some toys to that show, and uh, we can take them to Toys for Tots again. That's something we like to we do. Like toy drive every year. Yeah, that's, uh, that's We've not done it the last thing. few years. Is it, it's been well, we every year. out the last two years. Yeah, COVID kind of kicked our ass, man. We definitely took a, a long break because of COVID. But and uh, that's uh, that's something we need to start talking to other uh, other local acts. So if anybody's interested in doing the toy drive with us, uh, we are going to need a couple extra local bands. Oh yeah, if we do it fucking separate from the and separate from having people bring it to Kenny, absolutely. I would. I'm I'm down as long as we do it before December. Maybe do like a. A mid-November show or something, because we've got one in yeah. September. Take, take October off, and then mid-November, unless we get a good Halloween show, I'll take a Halloween show if it's worth the show. All day, all day, every day, all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Fucking a man. Well, Drew, brother, hey, look, 
I told you it'd be easy. It wasn't. It wasn't too rough. He, you know, he was worried we wouldn't have too much to talk about. It's just us bullshitting, dog. You know what I mean? I forgot to ask you the one fucking question we ask our guests. That's the last question of the show. This ain't the most professional thing in the world, but it's uh. That's not what it's about, man. It's about having a good conversation with good people, uh, meeting different people in different walks of life. That's what we're here about. Shirts and stuff. It is an interview podcast, man. We are here to just talk to people and and learn a little bit about them. And I think that's what we did today successfully. Uh, Justin, you got anything to say before we get out of here, brother? Uh, only thing I got to say for the rest of the week and for the next like, 17 weeks is uh, Who Day, baby. Who Day? Uh, who Day Nation this week. Uh, got the Bengals taking on the Cleveland Browns, and we are going to stomp them, hopefully. Did you see Joey say he's ready? Oh, he was born ready, bro. Born ready. He's been ready. Listen, it's, it's been rough to be a Bengals fan for years. Been but ready. It's been so bad lately. It's our time, bro. It's our time. Yeah, You know what, Justin? I still can't believe that you're dating a Steelers fan. I love you, Kayla, but sheesh. Oh, my God. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. It's um, terrible. House divided. It's good oh, fun. It's, it's I actually fun. bought her a Steelers jersey last year for Christmas. I, and I saw the a, I saw the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Put it put it in a. Uh, I took the garbage bags out of a box, rolled up the jersey, and put it in the box of garbage bags and wrapped it back up. Which was perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that's a true. That's a true good perfect. relationship there, though, man. Because even though she's wrong, you can love her for being wrong. It's. It's okay to be wrong, man. And yeah. as long as you like, we're wrong it, all the time, you accept her. I accept her for her faults and yeah. everything that comes with those. Is, is that her in the comments? <laughs> That's her. I can hear. Her <laughs> oh, I love you, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, on that note, this has been episode six. Six, 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 six. six. Of shirts and stuff, and that was our buddy Drew Nickelsack, Drewcifer, who's <laughs> outside Northgard. <laughs> I have been the wrestling t-shirt guy, and that is the real deal, Justin Neal. We will see. <laughs> Shit. Lucky I don't come down there. We will see you guys next time, next week, on episode seven of shirts and stuff.